Well, thank you all for joining us today. My name is Loretta Godby, and I'm the marketing director for the National Association of Flight Instructors. And we are quite excited for the first time ever to present the 2021 Flight Instructor Hall of Fame inductees and the induction for these folks. And I'd like to introduce my colleague, John Niehaus. He's our program director as well as our resident administrator for the Hall of Fame program. John? Thank you, Loretta. And uh, once again, thank you for, uh, for coming to this. And uh, it's been exciting. It's, it's been, gosh, almost two years in the making now. So it's something special for us. <clears throat> So once again, my name is Johnny House. I'm Director of Program Development for, uh, for NAFI. And uh, just a couple things to say real quick, and we'll get to uh, the actual awards. Um, so to understand the importance of the moment that you're about to witness, um, just want to take you and define what it is that you're about to watch. The Flight Instructor Hall of Fame was co-founded in 1997 between the National Association of Flight Instructors and the Experimental Aircraft Association. It was founded on the purpose of recognizing the best that flight training has to offer. It also defines what it, it, it was defined and continues to be a standalone award. It means that it's owned by every flight instructor who has ever taken passion in flight training, given their all to their students, and strived for the highest levels of professionalism. Since then, 24 years later, as caretakers of the Hall of Fame, NAFI strives to maintain the same core principles that it was founded on. Any instructor who meets the criteria of experience and industry respect can apply. Whether they are fixed wing, simulator, rotocraft instructors, 121 or 135 instructor pilots, well known in the industry or well known in their community, all have the potential to apply and find a forever home in these halls. Last year, we redefined our selection process to more fully represent the entire community of which we operate. NAFI does not participate in the selection process itself, but I'd like to recognize the amazing groups and individuals that do. I'd like to thank Helicopter Association International, American Bonanza Society, National Gay Pilots Association, Women in Aviation, Experimental Aircraft Association, and for generously letting this moment happen, National Business Aviation Association. Our respected judges include retired U.S. Marine Corps aviator and director of education and training services at Helicopters Association International, Greg Brown. Retired U.S. Air Force instructor and former 121 instructor pilot, Julie Tizard. Executive director of the American Bonanza Society Air Safety Foundation and former Hall of Fame inductee himself, Tom Turner. Board member of Women in Aviation, ex extremely experienced and talented flight instructor, Brittany Tuff. And finally, former 121 instructor pilot, celebrated AOPA author, and another former Hall of Fame inductee, Barry Schiff. Now, before we announce the inductees, although you already know, let me share one quick fact that gave me pause for reflection. The Flight Instructor Hall of Fame requires a minimum of 20 years of active instructional experience. Now we know that all of our inductees have put in a lot more time than that, but we're about to induct the 32nd, 33rd, and 34th inductees, which means that the Hall of Fame has a collection of over 680 years of flight instructor experience.
Every pilot in this room has directly or indirectly been affected by these individuals. Our first inductee has over 40 years of instructional experience. He has been a part 121 and part 135 pilot. He's educated so many on jet operations with his turbine pilots, or turbine pilots flight manual. He has shared his passion for aviation as a contributing author with his flying carpet column through AOPA. You probably know him as the savvy flight instructor, having now a second edition of the book of the same name published under Aviation Supplies and Academics. And finally, he was the first ever accredited master flight instructor. I'm proud to announce my friend, 32nd inductee of the Flight Instructor Hall of Fame, Greg Brown. Congratulations. The 33rd and 34th inductees, they were brought here under false pretenses. Thank you, John and Barry. <clears throat> Additionally, they're two of the hardest people we have ever tried to surprise. <laughs> in the early 1970s, they began flying as, in their words, just something to do until they found their passion. After, <clears throat> after teaching a decade of live seminars, they realized they had the unique ability to connect with people on a fundamental level. <clears throat> For over 43 years, John and Martha King have provided millions of hours of instructional content to thousands of future and current aviators. As co-founders of King Schools, John and Martha King have given back to the community through articles to all of your favorite aviation publications, through seminars, educational scholarships, and corporate philanthropy. For these reasons and so many others, I'm very proud to announce the next two names of the Flight Instructor Hall of Fame, Class of 2021, John and Martha King. I'm Amy Sweezy, this is NBAA TV, and I have a very special guest with me now, Greg Brown, thank you so much for being here. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Inducted into the Flight Instructor Hall of Fame. How do you feel? I feel really great about it. There's a lot of people there were a lot of people before me who were on this list who were my mentors. Sadly, some of them have passed, but the biggest honor is to be associated with them and also with the Kings, uh, the current inductees along with me. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit about your books. I understand you are a prolific author. You have several books. Well, the NBAA audience, will, many, many of them will be familiar with my book, The Turbine Pilot's Flight Manual, which I wrote in 1995. And I can tell you briefly the story behind it if you're interested. So when I transitioned from piston airplanes to turbine airplanes, I went to the library and the bookstore in those days to get a book that explained the basics of turbine aircraft. No such book. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. And having some marketing background, I thought, you know, there'd be an interest in that book. So over the years as I got trained, I, along with Mark Holtz, who's a Delta captain now, but back then he wasn't, and uh, we wrote that book, which we sold on one telephone call to the top aviation press of the day. And it's probably, it's in the fourth edition now. The fourth edition came out a year ago. I would guesstimate that the vast majority of the jet pilots under the age of 50 or so in NBAA have that book and have read it. So I'm real proud of that one because it's, 
it's everywhere. Fantastic. You should be. Thank you. Now, the flying carpet is your special baby. We got to ask, how did you come up with that name? Where'd that name come from? There was a guy named Richard Halliburton, avia uh, not aviation, but a tr an author, a travel author in the late 20s and early 30s and did stuff like stow away on freighters to travel the world and then he would speak to radio audiences and in 1930 he decided he wanted to go to the most remote place on earth which he decided was Timbuktu in Africa. So he bought a Stearman biplane, hired a pilot named Moy Stevens and they flew all across, they went to Timbuktu, they flew all across Asia giving the Shah of Baghdad, his first flight in an airplane, headhunters in Borneo. I mean, big time adventure in a little airplane. And I thought, you know, we fly to the Navajo Nation Fair. We enjoy that adventure too. And so I think it captures for me the spirit of adventure, our little 182, like Halliburton's Black and Crimson Stearman. Now, not only are you an author of several books, but you also are a photographer. Tell me about that. Well, I've been a photographer since I was a kid. And, of course, I take the camera with me in the airplane. And I wrote this illustrated column, an aviation adventure column, for Flight Training Magazine for 20 years. And so it was illustrated, so I was always shooting photos from the air. And over time, those photos have developed a life of their own. I've had several museum shows, uh, solo shows, exhibits um, of my photography, and then I also sell those photos and so on. But they, I, I come from a background of design where the word plus the picture makes for a whole lot bigger thing than either one alone, and that really drives me a lot in my creative work. So you take pictures of the air and land. Do you have a preference? Well, I primarily shoot if you could call it this, art landscape photography. So I see things out the window and I have my camera and I capture them. So some of them are pretty abstract. I think the interaction between weather and the ground is one of the most fascinating things about flying. Because the same ground on two different days, depending on the light, whether there's a thunderstorm, whatever, is radically different. And uh, I also subscribe to uh, uh, there's, a, there's a guy named Roland Sherman who shot a lot of the 60s albums covers, album covers, the famous ones. Um, and he has this expression that if you don't have your camera with you when the flying saucer comes by, you won't get the picture. And so I live by that. I always have my camera in the airplane and I have seen a lot of amazing things and been able to capture some instants that you couldn't plan for, you couldn't go up, and there are other people technically better, but not a lot of them have captured as many unusual moments as I have, and I'm proud of that. That's great. What do you love about NBAA? You know, I think it captures the spirit of aviation as well as any of the other organizations that may be better than most of them because you've got a lot of independent types who are both the owners of the aircraft and the pilots. And we have this rich variety of people, right? So you might meet someone who's in medicine or who's, right, the owner of the corporate uh, industrialists, and then the pilots are flying every different variety of airplane, and yet we all share this common passion 
whether you're flying a Boeing business jet or a twin commander or even a single engine, a PC-12 or something, we're all in this together. And I think that's one of the most special parts about NBAA. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you.